Hey, follow me on Instagram, yes, King Oliver, and make sure you follow and subscribe so you get a notification when I've released a new episode. You have a great day. Looking at that logically, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, also, I've been, when we had really heat, a lot of hot heat, I was growing vegetables and growing plants. When it was really, really, really hot, the plants just stopped growing, right? And when it started to get colder, like now, the plants have just boomed. Like, we're talking about 10 degrees, right? In the summer, it was, say, 25, 30. It's now 10 degrees. There's no flowers. There's no buds. But they're just fucking blooming. Like, they have just grown enormous. And it's like, well, why does that make sense? Why is it growing in the cold and not in the heat? And then it comes down to everything has a specific germ time. You know, as you said, every year, animals create life. Every year... The squirrels, they, they they come out of hibernation every year. All the acorns in the ground, they will start to grow. But everything has a perfect like germination period. It's not the same for everyone else. Like a human being will, as in, and most animals will give birth, say, in April. But if you look at a squirrel, don't quote me on this, but it gives, or maybe a pigeon. A pigeon was giving birth, say, a few months ago, whereas most nature gives birth in spring, which is like February, April. So it's not just the same cycle for every single thing, which explains why my flowers and my crops are starting to bloom now when it's almost winter. And in the summer, they didn't do anything. Like I planted the seed like January and it had like a little sprout in summer. And I thought, that's it. It's going to be over. And now they're just starting to bloom and it's winter. It doesn't make sense. Hmm. That doesn't make sense. I, I'm curious about that. What is going on there? I wonder what kind of plant it is too. But I, I do it's know a, it's that a ca- like Californian poppy. Poppy. California poppy. Okay. Yeah, I don't know much about those. Mm-mm. That's interesting. That's really interesting. I wonder what's going on. I wonder also just like you planted it then, so now you know, eleven months later is. Or I don't know. I mean, who knows? Maybe you've been watering it differently or it has different temperature or it's just getting the right attention in some way, shape or form that it's finally like taking off or it's just exponential growth. That could be a thing, too. Just finally compiled, um, you know, to the point where it's noticeable that it's growing. (laughs) Well, what's your thoughts on sleeping with the window open when you go to bed? So whether it's winter or summer, sleeping with the window open even if it's just a little bit, and the benefits for, and the negatives for uh, one's I health. My cat, my cat, I can't. There's my cat. <laughs> when I didn't have my cat, I would always like to have my window open a little bit, um, but not in the winter because it's really cold. <laughs> so in the summer, I would. What I realize is that if you go to bed with your window open, you don't have to blow your nose in the morning. Right. And the only reason why you have to blow your nose is because of dust from moving around during the night. I know when I go to bed on my back and I wake up on my back, there's nothing in my nose. But if I go to my front, to my side, to my back, move the covers, move the pillow, there's dust all over the place. You cannot even see, but it's there. And I realized that when I used to toss and turn, I wake up with thick bogeys in my nose and I've got a blow. Now I don't blow my nose anymore. And which is very interesting because because it is winter, I'm not opening the window before bed. Right. But in the summer, say when it's hot and sticky, even though the windows open, you're still moving around. So the dust is from the covers and moving everywhere. But we're having the window open provides circulation. So Mm. the dust doesn't just stay there. It 
fucks off out the window and new air comes in and replaces the old air with the dust. So having a window open means you'll wake up with less bogeys in your nose and you won't have to blow your nose as much as if you didn't have the window open, which explains why so many people who have health issues, they don't go out. And that's why people who spend so much time indoors have health issues, respiratory issues. Often they don't hoover, they don't open the window, they don't clear change their clothes because they're used to that smell. So they don't open the window because it brings a new smell in. So to them, it's like having a stranger in your house. It's They're not used to that smell of the animals and the dogs and the cats and the clothes and whatever. Um, so they don't open the window. But that's the worst thing you can do because now you've just got your stagnant carbon dioxide air and dust in there that's gonna fuck up your breathing system and then which is why a lot of people you see like these hoarder programs in america they just got shit everywhere they like they're just in their own box they can't have any air in because it changes the smell and the whole point of a hoarder is because of familiarity and things that make them feel familiar you open the window you're going to bring a new smell in and it's going to be like, oh my God, that's a, I'm not used to that smell. Shut the window. Then you've got all this <laughs> dust everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the stagnant energy. I mean, there's a lot to say about just the energetics of the space when you don't open a window. You know, I teach in my students when like they go to do a cleansing ceremony to open all the windows and doors, no matter what year it is to release out energy and also call in new energy because I mean, gosh, just looking at the energetics of a space that the doors and windows don't open, it's everything that we pick up on, we open up and release into our space. And everything we're exposed to, like scrolling on Facebook or Instagram, the conversations we have, the TV we watch, our thoughts, our feelings, like everything just kind of gets put into this space. And so imagine how much we interact with each day that isn't aligned with what we want to be surrounded with. That when we come home, we kick off our shoes, sit on the couch and go, ah and open up and take on everything that's in our space that we have been, that we've just picked up on forever, forever, you know, like that is just constantly being bombarded in our energy field, which of course we're going to feel sick. Of course we're going to feel not aligned or stagnant or like not living our purpose or our best life because we're just like stuck in stagnant energy of everything we've been picking up on for however long since the last time you cleansed your, the energy of your home. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, if like you, open the windows. Yeah, if you have a curry, you sweat out that curry and you stink of curry. If you see a dog and if you if you go to a dog when it's been asleep, it has a really nice smell, right? I don't know whether you've have a pet. Maybe your cat has that smell, but when your pet's been asleep, smell him, smell its paws. It gives off a scent, right? When a human being wakes up, we have a sleep smell in the room, right? That smell that we have when you wake up. Now, so, the, so that says that we're giving off pheromones energy sweat during the night so who would think that opening your window would release our feelings and our thoughts that we've collected during the day it's almost like can wind blow energy like because if our thoughts are energy can wind blow it and the answer is well that wind is the energy in the first place it's just it's already the same thing so yeah you can blow out if you've been and had a shitty day at work you can literally blow out all that negative energy and let's say the sweat and the pores opening up and whatever in the room it will blow out and if you're taking in oxygen that oxygen level is going to reduce especially as you breathe out carbon dioxide so how else are you supposed to get oxygen in if you don't open the window like that doesn't even make sense so of course 
having the window open in your house is powerful. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. like winter as well. I mean, winter especially because we're spending so much time indoors with man-made heating system, yeah. which yeah, tricks sure. our body into believing that it's like summer, but it's not, you know, so that, you know, in. <laughs> Yeah, very interesting. Yes, is it, you're, you're inspiring me. I'm going to open all my windows after this. <laughs> and you do feel better because it's fresh. That? And you do feel better because it's fresh. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. It's, it, I mean, that's, gosh, a cleanse space. Like, everyone loves a cleanse space. Everyone. Like, everyone steps into a room that's been cleansed energetically. Like, oh, this feels so good. Wow. I feel... Like I can breathe, like like it's not stagnant. Like I feel expansive. It feels good. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty essential, and it's a small thing that I don't think many of us think about often. So I'm glad that you brought that up. And I also did a podcast with somebody who said how she had indoor plants, and she said it was by the window with the light, and it was had the correct heating and the correct water, but it wasn't doing anything. And then she opened the window, and it started to grow. So what does that say? It says that air is a crucial part to a plant not only sun and water and the temperature but air so oxygen of course plants give out oxygen so i don't know maybe they need oxygen just as much so them being in your room is carbon dioxide more than oxygen so of course it's not going to grow and then you put it outdoors she said she opened the window and it started to blossom and it does make absolute sense because we see it as an indoor plant so we think oh it's indoor it doesn't need does it need sun or does it need light? But just because a man's put a product, a label on it saying indoor, doesn't mean shit. It's a plant. You know what I mean? It's, it needs the same elements that the outdoor plant needs because it came from outdoors. The seed came from outdoors, even if you grew it indoors. If anything, it actually probably needs, if it's an indoor plant, it probably, uh, not always, I shouldn't say that, but a lot of the tropical plants actually need more sun. You know, and the, the, the indirect light from our windows, you know, what, what actually is made into our house, like, that might not be enough for that plant. You know, there are some that, like, don't need a lot of sun, for sure. But, like, a lot of the ones that we look at that are beautiful, they need a lot of sun, too. And this, the indirect sun that comes from a window just isn't enough. What what do you think about um, smoothies? Because this thing about five a day, which I think is bollocks, right? five a day so having too much fruit is actually bad because we're not so so the the, the theory of the fruit is that because it the sugar turns to fat that during the winter period if you have lots of fruit then that sugar will turn to fat which keeps you insulated for the winter right almost like a keto diet where it will burn the fat and in you have more energy for longer right but five a day having fruit and veg because it's healthy again media and corporations what do you think is the benefits and the negatives to having so much fruit? Because, you know, I used to think to myself, OK, well, it's not man-made sugar like you'd put in your coffee. Yeah. But then because it's like fructose versus glucose, but it's still a form of sugar. So it will still have similar effects, even though it's supposed to be healthier. Um, it's uh, it's still sugar. It's still sugar. You know, I actually knew a couple of fruititarians <laughs> in Hawaii because there's so much fruit there, you know, and um, after a while, you know, your body just doesn't function the same, you know, like you have these short spurts of energy and you're constantly starving and like, it's just, in it, you're just in this like constantly, I look at like frequency, you know, and it's just like this 
all of the time. Like our body isn't meant to just have just sugar. I mean, that's like, that's harmful to constantly be like burning quick, burning quick, you know, like we need more substance to ground us. And, and I mean, if you look at like um, Ayurveda, you know, you look at the doshas, not everyone is a kapha who needs the sugar all the time to lift them up and, and to get them moving. Like a lot of us are pittas and, and, um, and vatas where that sugar is just like bringing us up more and like making us like less grounded and more like anxious and, um, you know, creating an energetic missile, like energetic, like distortion within our being that's like preventing us from like growing or you know making us feel comfortable and um allowing us to like actually do day-to-day activities like too much fruit is i i wouldn't recommend that (laughs) having that much fruit is like not that makes me feel i feel sick thinking about that so in england (laughs) yeah in england right five a day so a banana and orange and apple strawberries and peaches every single day right five a day keeps the doctor away again that is a load of bollocks, right? Like most things in life, because it's no one really understands. They're just following the trend. Like every packet, it will say one of your five a day. So if, if you get a pack of strawberries, one of your five a day. OK, so I need to have a pack of strawberries, a pack of bananas, pineapple, kiwi and watermelon. Right. And obviously people follow this trend. So when you're younger, they give the kids fucking banana and orange and apple in his lunch. Right. Again, you get that spike and then you die down. But there's just so many. Like humans beings would have had, say, berries and nuts if there wasn't sorry, berries and fruits, if there wasn't anything else. Right. But nuts. You can have all the time. And you don't get that spike because that just stays in you. And then when you need to burn that fat, it's there. But fruit, on the other hand, people wouldn't say nuts are healthy let's say have fruit versus nuts right bag of cashews or banana our parents or somebody would have a banana but actually going for the nuts is like 10 times better than having the fruit because not only do you get the consistent energy of a bag of nuts versus the bananas but that will be in your system for far longer because when you put say nuts in some water it doesn't disperse the next part of this podcast will be released very soon make sure you have subscribed and notifications are turned on stay tuned everyone